0: Hi, it's Tim. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of Blind Like Me. Just before we get going, I remind you to check out my website, timblackonair.com. You'll find all my other podcasts plus samples of my voiceover work. If you're looking for a voice for your next corporate project, narration, on hold, or if you need a new voice for a podcast intro, we can do that for you. Just click on Contact Us at timblackonair.com.
1: This is Blind Like Me with Tim Black. Tim is visually impaired and loves to find the latest tech and apps for those who are visually impaired or blind.
0: Well, hi there, and thanks for listening to another edition of Blind Like Me. We really appreciate uh, you following us and liking us and uh, listening to our little podcast as we celebrate our first year anniversary with this episode. So if you haven't uh, hit that little like button or the follow button, make sure you do so so you don't miss out on anything that we're going to be doing with Blind Like Me as we move forward in 2020. On this episode, we catch up with David Arrington. He's the CEO of AMI Media, Accessible Media Inc. here in Canada. They have three specialty channels, AMI Audio, AMI TV, and AMI Tele. Plus, they're putting out their own content, which is just amazing. And they have a really cool app that I recommend you download for your device. We'll talk about all of that and more on this edition of Blind Like Me. We welcome David from his office in Toronto.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Tell me a little bit about... AMI Media. This is uh, something that's been going for for quite a while. You joined back in 2009, is that correct?
1: That's right. I've been here for 11 years now. And Accessible Media Inc., or AMI, is a media company that operates three services, uh, two television networks and one audio service. We have uh, AMI-TV, which is our English service. We have ami Tele, which is our French service. And AMI-audio, which is uh, formerly a reading service, but becoming more of an audio program. So um, we operate them here. They're all national. They're all... Must carry services, so every cable company and satellite company in Canada has to carry our services and offer them on basic. Mm-hmm. And we're a not-for-profit organization, and uh, it's a good place to be. Why did you get involved with this, David? Um, a little bit. Uh, um, I I uh, I've been in broadcasting a long time. Uh, this is coming up on thirty years now in broadcasting. Um, I uh, I I kind of I didn't really have an understanding of of DV. Ten years ago or eleven years when I was running a sports network, mm-hmm. I was on the Canadian Association of Broadcasters' Specialty paid Specialty Service Board. We were all discussing captioning standards at that time, and, and description was really an afterthought. So um, I was actually headhunted to come work here at AMI, and what they needed at the time was they're launching a television service. They had no broadcasting experience, and they, they needed someone to come in and and and, and take it from a, a small little audio service to actually launching a broadcasting service. So
2: right. I was
1: hired from my broadcasting experience and I kind of learned the accessibility as I went along. And uh, so that's, it's been rewarding in that standpoint. It's been rewarding in, and, in, in creating friendships and partnerships with like-minded organizations, but really seeing the content that we are able to create with people from the community. You know, you look at our, our newly launched show uh, in the morning, done uh, now with Dave Brown. It's an audio uh, show that we simulcast on TV Dave is a, a member of the Blind First Society community. Mm-hmm. Dave is a seasoned broadcaster. Dave runs a program in the morning. and He speaks of issues from the disabilities landscape, and uh, it's really good content, and, and that, that is rewarding to me to see the, just kind of the, the ability to open up to all persons with disabilities, allow them to participate in broadcasting, and allow them to be seen in society like any other individual does. So mm-hmm. that's, that's been the rewarding part of it for
0: me. Well, I applaud you for that because there are still a lot of uh, stigmatisms for people who are visually impaired or even, you know, blind or even with other disabilities, and and we need to break those walls down. And those, uh, you know, companies like yourself who are who are doing this and and making life easier for the visually impaired and blind are, you know, are are knocking those walls down. So I applaud you for that.
1: Thank you, thank you. It's 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 fun as well. Like it's it's an enjoyable place to be. It's uh, creating content and, and, and telling stories and. And, and empowering people from the community, that, that's all fun. So I'm enjoying it.
0: you got to have fun at work, right? That's the important thing.
1: That's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> they keep want a come every day.
0: How did it all start? Sure.
1: So um, AMI-audio is the oldest service, and that used to be called VoicePrint back in the day. Mm. And it originally got its license, I want to say, in 1991. Um, and, there, and the whole purpose behind VoicePrint back then was to be a reading service because things such as screen readers didn't exist at the time. Um, and it was a, a, a large volunteer organization where people would come in and they would read the local newspapers and the national newspapers and magazines and create audio files so if you're blind or partially sighted you could you could get print media uh, in an audio format and uh, that uh, was the original uh, starting point for uh, uh, what at the time was called MBRS which we turned into AMI mm-hmm. and then in 2008 um, they to the uh, CRTC for a television network, and the whole idea around the television network that all the content on TV would be on the, on the television network would be uh, described. Okay, now, if you think about it, back in 2008, 2009, when we launched the service, um, there was probably less than four hours per week of described content on, on television, so it was right. very, very limited amount of description, very, very limited amount of awareness what description was. Um, uh, so there was a need for a television service that would take other people's content, add description and, and play it on, on an open format. So you couldn't turn a DV on or off. It was, it's on all the time mm-hmm. on our services. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we launched the French service in our fifth year. Um, uh, so that our French counterparts, we are a bilingual country, uh, could have access to the same content of, uh, well, open description on a, a television service. So that's really the, the genesis of it all. Um, the fact that we are a, a uh, part of the Canadian broadcasting system and our services are mandated uh, distribution um, means that they are funded. So uh, it's very unique. It's, uh, it's a good quality of the Canadian broadcasting system to allow services like ours to exist because nothing else like our service exists in the world. Um, and uh, we're, we kind of are evolving into a, a media company that creates our own content now. So it's, uh, it's kind of come full circle. And uh, it's an exciting place to be.
0: Tell me a little bit about what the process is uh, for getting the voiceovers done for the tele- you know, for the channels.
1: Right. So, um, unfortunately, uh, description is usually an afterthought when people are creating content. So. Someone will create a, 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 a show like Murdoch Mysteries, or they'll create a show like CSI or Heartland or whatever, uh, something like that. Uh-huh. And they will add description after the fact. So the, they play the content, they they play the, uh, they produce the content, the hour-long show, um, and and then someone who wants to add description to it has to do it after the fact. And really, what description is, is a third voice. It chimes in, it describes what's happening so that someone who is blind across society can follow along with the story. Um, so it's uh, um, when I started here, there was less than four hours a week of description. And now, as per the Commission's uh, uh, mandate, uh, everything in primetime, all content in primetime, excluding news, live event, has to have descriptions. So it's pretty well ubiquitous now, something similar to closed captioning.
0: Isn't that wild? How uh, the te- television world has has changed, and uh, and we are becoming more and more accessible nowadays. Uh, I think it's a you know a fabulous thing that you guys have taken on and and continued to grow.
1: Yeah. So we when we started, the whole mandate was to make media accessible for all Canadians. We we're we we're really focusing on taking other people's content um, and having. Closed captioning, but adding description to it and making it available on an open format, and that's really what we did. We would buy content from American programmers. We buy a lot of Canadian content, and we didn't really produce any of our own content. Mm-hmm. Um, now that um, other services are mandated to have description in, in Canada, um, so it's pretty well. You can turn on in prime time. It's, it's hard to find. A, 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 well, it's impossible to find a program that does not have description. Is not news or live event, right. so um, it's it's kind of all all content is now being described. and It's being described by all networks. So our original mandate of being the only place, uh, the only only shop in town to get DV, um, has changed for the for the better. You know that it's available everywhere. So we really have evolved into a a media company that is now um, creating our own original content, original content that uh, uh, reflects the needs and wants of the, of the blind and partially sighted uh, audience that we serve at, uh, we have, uh, our own reporters covering stories, uh, and news angles from our, uh, from the perspective of the blind and partially sighted. Mm-hmm. Um, and we cover, you know, we have shows like, uh, love for all, or we have shows like, uh, employable me, which talks about the issues of disabilities and, and the common barriers that they have to overcome, uh, uh, with their disability. So it's really becoming a, a specialty service that, uh, as content that's related to the disability community, mm-hmm. whereas when we first launched, it was about taking other people's content and just adding descriptions. So that's been a, a fundamental change in the last three to four years in our strategy.
0: Are other countries starting to look tr- to you guys uh, for what you're doing, and and uh, you know, uh, trying to get on the on the same you know level that that AMI is, or is AMI expanding into other countries?
1: Uh, people. so there are, there are countries that lead as well. Like the UK has a, a large amount of description and, and Australia has a large amount of description and, and other countries are becoming to, um, are, are starting to add description to their, to their overall offering. Um, unfortunately in the state is kind of taking a step back with the current, uh, current regime in place. Hopefully that'll change in 2020, but <laughs> we'll see. Um, don't want to get on that topic, no. but, uh, it's, <laughs> uh, it, uh they've kind of taken a step back okay but you know dv is becoming to be a a known quantity uh, uh, um, uh, uh, to making media accessible Uh, the awareness of the benefits of dv is becoming uh, um, more beneficial i think people are seeing that and i think it's becoming more and more of a a norm and less of a of a of an add-on or an afterthought Mm -hmm. so that is good um how we want to take our service internationally is is with with, with our content so mm-hmm. we're currently creating about 100 hours of original content in english and we're doing about 80 hours of the original content in french per year
2: mm-hmm.
1: um we only the, the 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 rights to that content and it's our goal to hopefully sell or barter or, or make that content available on other di- on, 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 on other platforms that uh have international distribution, like say a, 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 an over-top service like Netflix or Amazon right. or something like that.
0: Okay. And yeah. and Netflix and the Amazons, uh, I mean, they're doing, you know, the descriptive uh, audio as well, or descriptive video as well. Uh, and, mm-hmm. as, and as somebody who is is visually impaired, I, I think it's great. But, the, you know, the other people in my house actually really enjoy it as well. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, once you...
1: Once you- yeah, sorry. Once you listen to it and you kind of get into it, it, it just kind of adds value to the to the to the programming and it just becomes part of the actual ambiance of the actual offering. So mm. I agree. Yeah.
0: Where do you guys see yourselves? Uh, you know, what's the next step for for you? Obviously, creating more content, as you say, but what's mm-hmm. you know, what's the future for AMI?
1: The future for AMI is to become a media company that creates original content that uh, we push out across multiple platforms that are accessible. So we're going to continue to create content that uh, is uh, uh, about disabilities, about persons with disabilities and their issues, but also important, positive portrayal of persons with disabilities on camera um, and and behind the camera. So really kind of becoming a, a, a pr- production company of content that is focused on disability. is, uh-huh. is our future. Uh-huh. Um, and taking that content and pushing it out multi-platform. So it could be on our linear services or our broadcast services like AMI-tv or AMI-tele or, or audio.
2: Uh-huh. It
1: could be on our website. It could be on our mobile app, which I'm hoping all of your, your listeners are going to download on, on, at the App Store, the AMI app. All of the original content is available on that, and it's free, uh-huh. which is good, and it's fully accessible, which is also good. Yep. Um, and and kind of get that content available on, on international distributors such as a Netflix or an Amazon or, or Hulu or whoever it may be or Crave. So it's really about having enough original content to have an offering that we can push internationally.
0: Are you getting any pushback from any of the the providers?
1: No, and that's the, that's the myth that everybody thinks that the, the cable providers don't want to do this or they're they're adverse to this. Um, we've had no pushback. We've had nothing but support. The Canadian Association of Broadcasters and the, and the actual Cable companies and satellite companies have been very supportive of AMI. We had a license renewal two years ago. We had no interventions against it. It was all positive. We had all all of our support was for it. Um so it's we've had good support with our with our with our partners. There's not been an issue whatsoever.
0: Is there anything else you'd like to add uh, about AMI? I mean you guys are on podcasts, I noticed that as well. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um I would just say be active. Like like if 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 you haven't uh if you haven't had an opportunity to watch our services on your on your on your cable channel or cable service or your satellite service, um, look to download us on the on the AMI app or come to the AMI.ca or AMITele.ca and, and look at it and just sample our content. You'll be you'll be you'll be surprised with the quality of the content, the quality of the stories. Um, they just just get involved in our content if would be I, I would ask your your listeners to do because it's it's good content. It's relevant content and it's uh, it's ground bacon. So um, just participate in the content is what I ask you to do.
0: We will uh, certainly pass that on and pass on all the links to your website and your app and everything uh, so that uh, you know everybody has access to it. How do I turn that uh, descriptive video on when I'm sitting there watching TV?
1: Well, that's, that's a big barrier. And that yeah. so on, on our services, you can't turn it on or off. It's on all the time. But if you're watching like a CTV or whatnot, um, two things I would tell you to do, I would, you can go to the AMI website and we actually have, uh, uh, videos of how to, how to turn on your DV. Okay. Depending on what cable supplier you have. So you can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would also, if you are a, a member of the community and uh, you're a Rogers uh, subscriber or you're a Shaw subscriber, I would look at that new uh, Ignite box, the Xfinity box, a set-top box, which mm-hmm. is voice-activated. It is life-changing. For really? Who a, a, uh, yes. Yes. You can just tell the box. You, you push a button, you speak into it, find AMI, AMI services come up turn DB on, DB tubs on. Like it's all voice activated. Wow. And it's, it's a real game changer. So if you are, uh, I know Shaw provides it. Uh-huh. I know that uh, Rogers provides it. I believe Videotronic providing it now, uh-huh. Um It's uh, the, the the voice activated set top box. It's called the Xfinity box. And on the, uh, on, on Shaw it's called Blue Sky. Okay. And on Rogers it's called Ignite. And uh, it is a really game changer for someone who has a visual impairment. It makes life simple to, you can, just speak to the box if it does what it does.
0: That's good. I don't have to get out of my chair anymore. <laughs>
1: there you go. <laughs> I would really recommend it. It's uh, and, I, and I think bearing on the cable company, if you tell them you're a member of the
0: community, they might
1: uh, they might have an, an offer on there to help you with the, with the cost of the box. So um not sure what it is by cable company, but I would, I would try that as well.
0: Awesome, David. Thank you very much for spending some time with us on uh, Blind Like Me. Uh, we really appreciate what AMI is doing, and we look forward to uh, you know the creative content that you guys are going to be pushing out here and uh, and the future of AMI as well. Awesome. I enjoyed the talk,
1: and uh, anytime. Thanks for listening to Blind Like Me with Tim Black. If you have an app or product that can help make a blind person's day easier, and you'd like it featured. Contact Tim at blindlikeme@outlook.com at or find us on Facebook.